0: Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action.
1: Motorsport 411 with Sean Cartavillas.
2: Welcome to Motorsport 411. Your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. Coming up in this episode. We get more details on the five-year extension for the WRC Safari Rally as we speak to the Safari Rally CEO, Phineas Kimathi, and also the media director, Elias Makori. We have an exclusive interview with the 2021 Navigator of the Year, Lynette Yuko, and we find out all about the first rally of the season in Uganda as we speak to sports journalist Sharifa Namagoba.
1: All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411.
2: Welcome to the episode. So the 2022 WRC season is underway as the first round was held in Monte Carlo. In Monte Carlo, the WRC Safari Rally received a five-year extension until 2026. We got to speak to Safari Rally CEO, Phineas Kimathi, and I asked him how much of a big deal it is uh, the Safari Rally getting an extension. Well, we're quite
3: excited as um, a federation, as a country, as the continent that we've gotten uh, additional five years contract. This will allow us uh, plan better and uh, if we have to get a long-term sponsor, it will also be a good opportunity for them to plan better. It's really a big deal because, as you have seen in the media, hotels in Nakuru are already fully booked for June. Hotels in Iwasha are fully booked. People now are booking uh, in Nairobi. And this is the ripple effect uh, of hosting a World Rally Championship event in in our country. As you very well know, uh, last year, despite the fact that we had COVID, we had more than 10,000 visitor arrivals um, recorded as a result of the rally. Going forward, things will get better because the restrictions are coming down or they're being lifted. So we expect many more arrivals from, especially Europe, where WRC is followed in a very big way. So we're looking forward to injecting again uh, a colossal amount of money into the Kenyan economy in terms of foreign currency. And this is the dream that um, our President, His Excellency Urukineta had when
2: he said he wanted the Safari Rally back. Uh, in terms of the easing of restrictions uh, there should be a lot more visitors uh, from around the world for this uh, event after all the publicity of last year
3: yes we are prepared to welcome more visitors and when we talk about publicity you know very well that the safari was the most followed wlc event of 2021 we're delighted actually to learn that we had the best images uh, from any of the 12 rounds of the wlc and safari continues to be celebrated uh, in a big way around the world. All motorsports lovers who followed WRC of the years know that the safari is a very unique event and uh, everybody is looking forward to experiencing the safari. Uh, if anything, it is the interviews that uh, were done in Monaco uh, by our media director, Elias Makori, uh, He was able to interview Sebastian Loeb. He was able to interview Sebastian uh, Ogier, and all these people actually said they're looking forward to coming to the safari, including the CEO of WRC promoter, Jonas Siebo. So everybody is really excited that the safari is on the calendar for another five years, and they are ready to come and experience the safari.
2: Now, the safari, it happens in June, in August is the elections. Um, How does the future of the event look in terms of partnership with the government uh, who's a major stakeholder in the event?
3: Well, generally, people get worried when there are elections, uh, but uh, for me, I look at it differently because every government would want to associate with the success story of the safari. So I'm not really worried um, how the government uh, is formed after August elections. But I'm sure that whichever government comes to power, they will want to support uh, an economic stimulus, an economic booster that the safari has become over the years.
2: Finally, in terms of our local entries, uh, we saw the FIA Young Stars uh, program. Um, how is that changing for this year? Are we having any more drivers joining that program?
3: Yes, we have had uh, conversations around uh, expanding that team. Obviously, it cost a lot of money uh even to run the team itself uh, to the required standards but uh, generally uh, we are in the final stages of concluding uh the program for 2022 and uh, next week we should be able to announce the program for the rally star
2: that's the safari rally ceo phineas Gimotti. we'll be back all the four and two wheeled action motorsport four one one welcome back so we're continuing to talk about the five-year contract extension for the wrc safari rally that runs until 2026. media director elias mccory was in monaco and we got to speak to him about the extension
0: yeah i mean it's uh, it's huge for kenya and uh, comes with a lot of goodies and uh, more especially it's easier it makes it easier for the manufacturers to plan their season ahead you know like last year um, uh, you know some they were not too sure about the contract extension how to plan ahead but now knowing that uh, they have six years to go i mean up to 2026 it's it's gonna be easier for them to plan to know what kind of um, you know strategy to approach the safari with long term they can do three four five year plans yeah it's quite uh, good for everybody
2: Now, of course, you're head of the media for the Safari rally, and uh, this was verbally agreed in 2021 uh, between the President uh, Uhuru Kenyatta and the WRC promoter.
0: Uh, Really, this was a formality in uh, Monte Carlo. Yeah, it was a formality because, uh, you know, the President, His his Excellency, the President had given, uh, you know, his go-ahead, his his green light, his support commitment. You know, it's important to have the government commitment, very, very important, and that's what... uh, Uh, the WRC promoter, uh, M.D. uh, Jonas Sibel said, uh, once you get the government commitment, then uh, you're good to go. What remained was the paperwork, which was uh, concluded last week. And um, CS Amina, of course, came uh, with the paperwork, signed with the WRC promoter. Yeah, And it's now, um, if we may say, cast in stone.
2: As I mentioned, of course, you are head of media for the Safari Rally. Uh, What lessons were learned from last year uh, that you bring into 2022?
0: Well, it's interesting, Sean, because uh, last year was um, a difficult, a different year. Of course, with COVID, um, bang in the middle and there uh, were the bubbles created. Movement by the media was uh, restricted. Uh, you know, we were not allowed to go into the service park, for example. But looking at Monte Carlo uh, last weekend, uh, the FIA, of course, re- re- sort of uh, relaxed the restrictions, if you may, uh, because, of course, the situation is much better than it was last year. We had access to the drivers we could walk into the service park of course monaco is very strict with the uh, face masks you have to put them on but uh, you know people are a bit more relaxed so for the media i think there will be more interaction with the drivers Uh, there'll be more up close uh, uh, interviews it's i think it's going to be a brilliant uh, you know touch wood uh, nothing happens between now and uh, june 23rd yeah, you're talking about the relaxing of the restrictions. Uh, we
2: can see uh, in Britain, in fact, uh, this week now it's coming out, uh, that now you can go into the UK without uh, having to take a test uh, as long as you're fully vaccinated. Um, we could see a lot more international visitors come for the safari this year.
0: Definitely. Like, uh, for example, in, uh, in Monaco, uh, where I am still at the moment, um, all you needed is to have your, your, your vaccination. Uh, the two, at least the two first uh, vaccinations, you know, a booster shot, of course, will be an advantage. But they were just checking, uh, emphasizing more on the vaccinations. They were not even checking um, the PCR, whether it's positive or negative. So I think it's um, going to be a bit more relaxed and a bit more easy. And uh, like I was talking to some of the uh, drivers from uh, Great Britain, uh, you know, uh, Craig Green for example, and uh, Gus uh, Grins- Grinsmith, they said uh, last year they didn't have enough time at least for Gus, who came and finished fourth, he didn't have enough time uh, to stay in Kenya because Kenya was on the red list, uh, you know, uh, by the UK. Now that status has been removed, it's easier for, you know, uh, tourists and um, uh, other spectators to come and, uh, and watch the safari from Great Britain, from Europe and other parts of the world.
2: Now, uh, you were fortunate to be at the Monte Carlo rally uh, this past weekend, and the big news, of course, is the hybrid era now in 2022. Um, It's going to be a huge change, uh, particularly in terms of safety and trying to keep the spectators away. Uh, We saw some huge crashes in uh, Monte Carlo. How do you think that was handled by the organizers in terms of trying to keep uh, spectators away uh, should the car show
0: red? I think it was very, very well handled. We saw the big crash by uh, Ford. I mean, um, the green light uh, stayed on and uh, people were able to come and assist. Um, I think these cars, they've done their research, they've done their tests, and uh, this is the first rally. Um, the drivers are still trying to come to grips uh, with the, you know, switching before, between the, um, the fuel and uh, the battery. So for both drivers, it's still a challenge, a learning experience. And for the spectators, I think... Uh, Sean, as a media, we have to really, um, you know, rub it in, make a lot of noise that, uh, hey, never touch that car, whatever happens until you see the green light. And even then, even still, when you see the green light, let the experts come. We have a very, very, um, you know, efficient uh, emergency operations team, a medical team. Uh, They'll handle it. So spectators should try as much as possible to keep away from the cars.
2: The two Sebastians were at the press conference. Of course, a huge disappointment for Ogier, uh, just losing out uh, to Loeb. It was such a fantastic uh, battle and of course, it brings us back to, you know, sort of uh, pre-2010s, if you could say, uh, before 2010, uh, in terms of the great battles uh, between them. Um, A lot of people would like to see them at the safari. Uh, What did you get from them from that press conference? Uh, It would be literally the dream for everybody to have Loeb against uh,
0: Ogier at the Safari? Yeah, Sean, in fact, I put the question to both of them. Uh, you know, Loeb the uh, last time he was in Kenya was in 2002, uh, the last time the Safari was on the wild circuit and, uh, you know, driving a Citroën. I think he finished uh, uh, in fifth place. And he told me that, uh, hey, I mean, the Safari is a unique experience. It's a different experience. And you know, Loeb is somebody who is, uh, loves his adventures. And uh, at 48 years old, I mean, he's on virtually on his way out. That's why he said he's not tackling all the rounds this season, but he did say that the safari is a special one, you know, driving and seeing the animals, the different terrain. He said uh, he might be tempted to come back. And, of course, I uh, said the same thing. He won um, at the safari last year as it came back onto the world circuit. And, um, I mean, he was uh, amazed by uh, the reception he got, uh, the fans. And uh, he said, uh, he mentioned about the passion Kenyans have for rallying. Uh, something he's never seen before and he said uh, it's a bit too early but it's definitely definitely on his list it depends on what Toyota tell him what he plans with Toyota like I said he's not tackling all the rounds of the season Uh, but I'm sure I think I'm 95% sure uh, that we'll see him in Naivasha
2: very, very interesting. Now, a big story. Uh, you're a man with many hats on, uh, so to speak. Uh, you're also the sports editor for Nation Media Group. Uh, there's also a, a contract that's been agreed uh, regarding the World Rally
0: Championship. Yeah, um, but I don't want to jump the gun on that one. Uh, the big announcement will be made, of course, by uh, my my seniors. Uh, uh, the you know the heads um, at Nation uh, Nation Center. But what I can say is, yes, uh, we as um, nation media group have uh, gotten the rights for the Safari Rally and indeed for the WRC um, uh, season, this season. And what was happening uh, last weekend was, um, you know, our technicians were testing the signals, uh, the reception from Monte Carlo, just to see how, uh, to have a feel of, um, you know, the signals coming in, transmission times, the technical aspects of uh, the live broadcast. So I'm sure coming on to Sweden next month, um, NTV will definitely give you uh, the live stages and uh, the highlights of the rally going forward, you know, showing all the rounds of the World Rally Championship. And especially, especially the Safari Rally. I can tell you, Sean, there are a lot, a lot of exciting uh, things coming up. It's not just about uh, watching it on TV. There is the excitement on the ground and uh, there will be on-ground activations that uh, will be announced, you know, by the various heads at uh, Nation Centre.
2: Fantastic. Uh, Elias, you've been in the sport, uh, well, in the sport when I say uh, as a sports reporter, as a sports journalist uh, for more than 30 years. Uh, How big an achievement for you is it being head of the media uh, for a round of the World Rally Championship?
0: Well, uh, it's exciting. Um, It's, I mean, an interesting uh, experience because I've been uh, head of media for other sports, uh, you know, soccer, um, you know, Um, Athletics, uh, I've been on the World Athletics uh, media uh, team for about 12 years, so globally speaking um, I've had good experience on uh, on the international uh, scene, but uh, for motorsport it's a very, very interesting uh, opportunity and I must say when mingling with the drivers, uh, looking at the cars, the technology, it's an experience like never before, Uh, you know, being on the front row. I've covered a safari for many years, since uh, 1992. When the world rally championship was still in kenya um you know that time the media team was entirely made up of uh, you know foreigners but now um we are running the show and it gives exposure to our journalists our media operations people that uh, yeah look here we can uh, we can do it last year we were rated the best in terms of output in terms of uh, publicity on the world rally championship circuit and That's a very exciting uh, point to start on, from, Sean.
2: All right, oh, thanks very much as always. Elias Makkori, thank you so much for speaking to us. Uh, and of course, we look forward to having you back uh, from Monte Carlo back in Kenya.
0: Thanks, Sean. Uh, it's difficult to leave Monaco, a beautiful place, uh, exciting, but hey, life has to go on. I'll be catching my flight in a bit. All right, we'll
2: be uh, awaiting a visit to your one of your super yachts that's there. Huh?
0: Yeah, I just uh, left it in the dock, uh, packed very well, and uh, I think uh, in the summer, when it gets warmer, we'll, uh, you can do a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish.
2: <laughs> thanks so much, huh?
0: All right, thanks, John.
2: That's Safari Rally Media Director Elias Makori. We'll be back. All the four and two-wheeled action.
4: Motorsport 411.
2: So welcome back. Now there was a huge achievement for women in motorsport as Lynette Ayuko was named the 2021 Navigator of the Year. I got to speak to Lynette and asked her how excited she was at uh, winning the award. I was surprised.
4: It <laughs> was a good thing. I
2: appreciated it. Yeah, I was just going to talk about that. Of course, you're in a male-dominated sport, uh, but there's always focus on women in motorsport. Uh, for you, um, w- were you surprised with the amount of attention on you and Maxine? Uh, for me, okay, for okay, for me, I'm, I'm not surprised
4: about the attention. Maybe for Maxine because I've been in that sport for 11 years, uh, but the attention was amazing. I mean it it puts you out there too and it also inspires other women who get into the sport so we appreciate the support we also got from the media and also the corporates that sponsored us during the season literally put us out there as well. They had their own PR teams that were putting us out to the media so we're grateful for the publicity that we received.
2: Can you just tell us a bit about your history in motorsport? Uh, I started running
4: uh, 12 years ago now, uh, have been able to sit with different drivers. Um, there's the Hussein Malik, there's Jiu Stum, did classic with, and one for the red category last year is Maxine Wahome, um, Gatimo, Phyllis Wamboy, George Jorogge. We, that's where we won the SPV class in 2015. Um who was am I forgetting? Steve Gasheru, um, Brian Tairo, uh going through Abdul City General Academy to be able to just get into the sport. Um then I took a break for two or three years, uh still going under treatment for something and then I came back to the sport a bit of twenty nineteen. 2020 I was in judgment again and in 2021 I was able to come back to the sport.
2: Yes, uh, I was just going to talk about that. You did have uh, some quite serious health issues. Uh, did you think you could come back into the sport? Uh,
4: if you asked me that in December 2020, the um, last year, January, I would have told you no, but I still had hope. I remember when they were doing some procedures on the spine, and I tell the doctor, "Please note that this is the one thing I would love to do." That time I'm on a wheelchair, I'm on crutches, I can barely see, I didn't have function of my limbs, and and it's the one thing I really, I've always wanted to do. Like I love doing. So they're like, "What is it that you're looking for?" I I kept them saying, "Randy, even going abroad for treatment and coming back, it's the one thing." <laughs> I told the doctors that and this is the thing I want to do. So when I came back last year, two weeks later, I got into Raleigh and my whole family was like, Are you serious? And I went sure I got clear, Doctor US, Doctor here. And they're like, Are you sure this is what you want to do? Yes. I remember even doing the first events and I was, in, as, I was using crutches because you know, when we rolled into the river with Hussein, I was still using crutches. <laughs> But yeah, um, my medical journey is uh, has been tough, but uh, rallying is one of those things that just make me happy. So let's see what's going to avail. I, whatever that I'm going through does not hold me back from doing what I love. So that's why I keep
2: coming back. Lynette, uh, why do you love motorsport so much?
4: Uh, it's relaxing and it makes you happy. And you overcome obstacles that they cause to out. So, in return, it, it has a domino effect in life. It teaches you also to just overcome whichever challenges that you're going through in life. So, despite, like, when you do a rally section, literally, these are obstacles that you have to overcome and finish. And it's there. Yeah. So, it's the same thing I love. The sense of achievement at the end of the day, it's not even about the trophy. It's the fact that we went, did what the organisers put out, tackled it, and I feel refreshed that we tackled that challenge. So at the same time, it gives you the drive to do it on the flip side of life. So whatever happens in life, I have a reason to i have to overcome whatever this is that I'm facing every other day. So that's why I love rally. And then it gives me joy. And plus, I love adrenaline. I am an adrenaline junkie. I love roller coasters on top of everything else. So, rally also has that thing for me.
2: Finally, uh, there was history for the first time since 1997. Uh, there was a female navigator who won a round of the World Rally Championship in Monte Carlo. Uh, she's a mathematics teacher, but that's such a great story, isn't it?
4: Oh, Isabel! Uh, for Isabel to win that with uh, Sebastian Loeb was amazing. It's inspiring, and she's doing it at 53. So it's never late for anybody. It's a goal for some of us to actually just win a round in that year, or to even win a championship. So it's great to see a woman at that level because it gives you motivation to just keep doing what you're doing and your time is going to come.
2: That's the 2021 Navigator of the Year, Lynette Ayuko. We'll be back. <laughs>
1: The four and two wheeled action. Motorsports 411.
2: Welcome back. The 2022 national rally season got underway in Uganda last weekend with plenty of thrills and spills both on and off the track. I got to speak to sports journalist uh, Sharifa Namagoba and asked her uh, how the event went.
1: Um, the Mbarara Rally, our uh, season opener, started off with some controversies, unfortunately there was um, some contention between the FM, the Federation and the Barara the Organizing Club, UMC. And that contention was all about statutory instruments of an event. I don't know how in Kenya it's done, but in Uganda for an event to go on... Um, you need to have a speed permit from the National Road Safety Council. There was some kind of scuffle between the, on the dates on which the competition should be organized. So uh, before the event, three days, the event we had, the event being canceled. And when the sister instruments came in with the dates that organizing clubs requested, then the event was reinstated. That is on Friday, the day of scrutineering. So that's how we started off our season with controversies, but. That's part of the game. So the event went on very well with a scrutiny on Friday. We had tw- around 25 entries. Some of the big names did not show up because of so many reasons. They had maybe commitment to the businesses. So some of the big names, we had Duncan Moviloo, the reigning national right champion. We had Brakataka, the two-time champion. We had Ronald Seboguzi. We had Arthur Bleek patterning up with his son, the 18-year-old son. And it was quite an event, exciting. The, the fans were, um, they had this thirst for the competition. You know, COVID coming in, we had on and off competitions because of the COVID. But everyone was so excited to have Rally back. And the event ended, it was a two-day event. It ended with Ponciano Rakataka, of course, taking the um, championship lead. And then we had Fred wosura and then Aine Sodo. Most of the big names dropped out because of all the mechanical issues. That is Arthur, Sebo And we had like seven people finishing the event. But it was exciting. Uh, we're glad that the controversies were sorted on time. It would have been a very bad thing if the event was cancelled. But luckily, the Federation and Organising Club somehow managed to sort themselves out because some of us and the fans, we don't know what really happens inside We just want to see the competition happening. So many people are very disappointed when they heard of the cancellation. But eventually it was reinstated and here we are looking forward to the second round.
2: Now, it's safe to say that motorsport is probably the number one most attended sport in Uganda, uh, even ahead of football. Um, In terms of the quality of the entries, uh, you said a number of big names were missing. Uh, Do you expect them uh, to attend uh, the rest of the championship this year?
1: Yes, they will, and everyone is looking forward to the NRC too. Now that most of the top names did not score points from Barra, we had Mangat on the entry list earlier, then he withdrew. So that shows that he's in for this season. And um, as far as, as the journalists and fans, we know there is a battle between Sebuguzi and Mangat. Each one of them wants to go to get the first championship first. Because both of them have three titles. So they want to know goes to the fourth first. So that battle is still, still there. Then Duncan would want to um, defend his championship. Rakataka says that he needs to win a title among this current gym of drivers. I think he won his titles in 19-something, some year, 10 years ago. So the current gym of drivers we have is all new. So many things have changed. So it's like, I need to win a title. With this current gym, and I need to prove to them that I am still I'm still the the Rakataka. The Kenyans call him Takataka. I am still the speed merchant, the old Rakataka. So is looking for everyone is setting his sight on the title. So we believe all the top names will come. NRC two is going to be one. All the drive. we expect all the top drivers to be part of that event. We saw Arthur coming back. He's a one time rally champion. So he's also after a second title. Even the only female champion we have, Susan Mwonge, hitted on her return. So I believe we are going to have are uh, quite exciting event this season with all the top drivers coming in. We have also new drivers coming in, young, talented drivers, though they are not on the top of the premium division, but within their class down there, they also provide some kind of exciting uh, competition.
2: Very, very interesting. Now, uh, a perennial problem in Uganda is crowd control. Uh, we could see once again uh, there were issues with trying to control the crowds at the uh, event over the weekend
1: the biggest challenge for uganda you're right it's about its crowds we have a huge i think uganda is one country with the the huge fund base now the challenge uganda faces we don't have big a chunk of lands like kenya has and private farms it will be easier if we had su- such lands like kenya has you know you go to a private farm you can easily uh, man your safety and you put um, uh, perimeters but uh, here we have public roads though they, they, they employ they deploy safety to look closed routes but usually they are they are busy roads and they are narrow roads. So if you're going to put perimeters, you're trying to inconvenience the, co- the community. So safety has always been a problem and it's still a problem. But um, just to let you know, recently just two weeks, I think a week, we had some South African delegates, safety delegates, we're in Uganda <clears throat> to teach safety, to preach the word of safety to Ugandans. And they have been here on several occasions, but somehow Uganda has failed to Put safety at the level that FIA wants and when they come to Uganda they know where the problem is still they know Uganda has a long way to go we've tried to go on closed routes but now these fans you know I don't know how I can describe our fans because we have all characters of fans the elite the all kinds so even if you can reach to the elite they can understand that I need to be here I need to be to meet five meters away from the road, blah, blah, blah. Then you have the villagers who don't know anything about motorsport and all what they want to hear is a rally car with the sound and they will just stand anywhere. So we need to do a lot of awareness, which they are already doing, but I don't know how much they need to do so that safety is um, is sorted out. But FMU is trying. It has never stopped trying until we get there.
2: Extremely interesting, uh, the comments from you. Uh, And thank you very much for that. Now, the Pearl of Uganda is back uh, for 2022. Uh, That is, of course, one of the most popular rounds of the Africa Rally Championship. It's happening in May. Uh, The two events before that are Ivory Coast and the Equator Rally here in Kenya. I'm sure there's a lot of excitement. It wasn't held last year. It is back, as I mentioned, for 2022. There will be a lot of excitement in Uganda for the return of the Pearl of Africa
1: you're right there's a lot of excitement ugandans were really really disappointed last year because everything was put in place the organizers had the roots ready the books were almost coming out and then we went into was it the second phase of covid everything was put in place because after tanzania guys we are going to cross to uganda and then all of a sudden the president came out and like we are back into a full lockdown and that's how you And we miss to see all those cards, the RFIs, you no know, Tundo, uh, Guy Botaril, Karan Patel. Lou Tundo was himself looking forward to participating in Uganda. He was here before, but he never finished an event. So the fraternity is looking forward to the Palo of Africa. We just hope that we are going to have more competitors fighting for the R C title. And like you said, ARC is one event, parali is one event everyone is looking out for, not only the Ugandans, but also the Kenyans and some other drivers across the region. And yeah, we are indeed looking forward to it. We are really excited. We just hope that it happens this time around. We know with this Omicron, then the Micron, we don't know what is coming up next, but we just hope <laughs> this time we don't get interrupted. Huh? <laughs> but uh, the, the, fed, the, federation, the Federation is ready for it debate because the, the, last year they were ready, so they just have to go through what they had done last year. So everything set for the part of Africa Rally. Now we are just waiting for the competitors.
2: Fantastic. Of course, the new WRC season has started. Uh, We had Monte Carlo over the weekend. Uh, I'm sure you're really looking forward uh, to seeing these new hybrid cars in the Safari Rally in June.
1: Definitely, definitely. And, you know, COVID restricted a lot of fans from Uganda because uh, during the candidate event, Ugandans promised like fifty these big buses, fifty of them to cross to Kenya, but because of COVID they were restricted. Now this time around, people are already pla- pla- I mean planning for the event. They are now planning their budgets. I was in Barra, and everyone was talking about WRC. This time I cannot miss. They are planning. Actually, they have set everything for the WRC. It's just like it's happening next week. So expect a lot of Ugandans. Personally, I had the chance to witness WRC before, before it came to Kenya. But I'm looking forward to the new era of the hybrid cars. And definitely I'll be in Nairobi like two weeks earlier. I just want to see everything. I don't just uh, everything that is happening around the event. So Uganda, Tanzania, they are all looking for it because so many people were cut out last year. So many people. So this time around, we are, we are more than ready.
2: At this rate, uh, I, I personally, I saw a lot of Ugandans uh, during the rally and they made a lot of noise. They had such good fun during <laughs> the rally. Uh, at this rate, I think Kenya had better become the Republic of Uganda in June.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm telling you, so many people, we are restricted. You know the kind of fans we have in Uganda. And surprisingly, you know, t- going back to safety, when Ugandans cross to, uh, to Kenya, they follow all the safety guidelines. Even the organizers in Kenya, at, at one point, were worried about. You remember the candidate event? They were they were worried about Ugandans, but it was actually the Kenyans who are doing the the on the route, because Ugandans, so we are visitors here. We don't want to be the blame for not having WRC. So just within the principles of the event, that's how much we want the WRC to remain in Kenya, even after the 2026. That's how much we need, uh, because it's a closest. People can see the event.
2: That's sports journalist Sharifa Namagoba from Uganda. We'll be back. Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So thanks once again to Phineas Kimathi, Elias Makori, Lynette Ayuko, and Sharifa Namagoba. You can follow Sharifa on Twitter at Rama. As always, a special thanks to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Cardavillis. See you next week.